Hey there, thanks again for joining me on the season two ride of Major and Me. As I've stated before, this season was incredibly fun for me to write and create. So much so, in fact, I decided to do some one-on-one -on -one interviews with some of your favorite cast members and ask them what they thought about everything that went down. You get to hear what it was like to play their character, what storyline shocked them the most, and what they like to see in future seasons. Also, they'll give you insight on what it's like to record with me. Okay, without further ado, enjoy the episode. So I'm here with fan favorite, Mikael Brazil, um, aka Kendrick. <laughs> and I did put emphasis on that, and he knows why. But anyway, how are you, friend? <laughs> I'm doing good. Good. Um, you know, it's funny to me that Kendrick is actually a fan favorite on a few different levels. Because, well, for starters, Kendrick is always my favorite character to write for. So I guess maybe that shows and why he's a fan favorite. Um, and also it's funny to me because you were the original Kendrick, but you weren't. But then you were. Um, <laughs> I, like, do you honestly remember how I approached you about being the character? I think, I, you know, it's so long ago now. It seems like we've been doing this for a minute. But um, I want to say you like hit me up and said about your book and like you wanted to do like a fictional like podcasts, like with the characters and like kind of just telling unraveling a story. And then you were saying the character like had this resemblance to me, but then it was like, maybe you might want to come and do the voice for it. Or I've kind of got you in mind for the voice of it. Yeah. It's like, it's still vague, but like somewhere, someone along those lines. So I was like, how, how, I mean, like you wrote this character before you knew me, but <laughs> somehow there's this alignment well so yeah so i wrote the character in the book probably was like what 2014 2015 or something like that uh -huh. i don't know um but then as i kind of developed in 2020 dear like most people you're in the house and you're trying to figure out ways to quote unquote level up even though you're in the middle of a pandemic whatever i decided to explore this whole audio drama thing with the podcast and then kendrick I was like, who could voice him? And so I actually thought of you. Um, I thought you'd be a great voiceover for that particular character. And especially because, um, so we've known each other on like, what, social media for vaguely for a few years, right? Yeah, like a, a couple of years. Yeah. Um, but we didn't actually meet in person until 2019. Yeah, 2019, I think. Yes. Okay. Um, so then having met you in person and then spoken with you, I was like, oh, he's cool people. So we kind of vaguely stayed in contact. But it wasn't until the podcast that I find myself talking to you more frequently. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was that kind of just felt right to have you play Kendrick. Um, I had I actually... So Kendrick was somebody completely different, folks. Um, the, that person, great guy. Um, he had recorded two episodes of season one. And I was like, this is not going to work. Because I initially came to you, like we stated. Um, but you were kind of still on the fence about yeah. it. And so then I went to the other guy. He recorded the two episodes. And I was like, I don't know if it's going to work. And so then I came back to you. And then you were like, yeah, sure. Um... Yeah, I kind of want to dip my toe in the podcasting, so why not? And I was like, okay, cool. And so from there, just happened. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was all a refreshing of the memory because, yep, that is what happened. 
it just happened. Um, and I'm glad it happened because, like I said, we've actually um, grown closer as friends. And for people who don't know the recording sessions that I do now, granted, when we're actually recording scripts with the different characters, they might take the actual script recording itself might take like 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> but then we have conversations through, um, with all the people I record with. And I have to say, your com- conversations I have with you or the recording sessions I have with you are always the longest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, granted, you're the only recording session I have, but they're the longest. <laughs> they are definitely the longest and by far. And it's so funny because I like to say that my mind often works like a spider web. And so to know me is to know that you have to kind of follow the strings of the spider web. <laughs> and it works between you and I because... Um, we both think like that. <laughs> we both think like that. And so you're able to fly from one web to the next easily. And so I definitely appreciate that. Um, and the conversations that we have are completely random. <laughs> um, they might be about politics. And then they might be about relationships and (laughs) business and hobbies yeah yeah we've we've talked about quite yeah quite a bit of stuff it's a two-way street though because i mean i ended up really looking forward to our recording sessions because it's like this is like my sounding board for whatever the hell it is i'm thinking about that week Well, thank you. But yeah, so I mean, conversations are always great and the recording sessions are great, but it is just funny that the recording sessions were probably that we'll use for an episode might be like I said, 10, 15 minutes and our actual recording session will probably be like two hours. So (laughs) (laughs) just to kind of give you all that insight and how that actually works. Now for season two, what was one of your favorite moments from season two? Hmm. Honestly, I think it was uh, the revelation uh, about what uh, fuck. Well, I forgot his name just that fast. I want to call him Tavion. <laughs> no. I, I know it's I know it's that I know it's that. <laughs> it's like I literally want to say a different name, but <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was way more funny than I intended it to be, but um. I think the uh, the episode when when it it became revealed to Kendrick what Tristan had done and kind of Kendrick's internal reaction, but then his actual in person reaction to Tristan and in the, in the the argument or conflict that kind of proceeded or stemmed from that revelation. I think that was just really real. Like you can completely one. I've been in that situation before on both sides of it, so. <laughs> Um, I personally could relate to it, but I also felt like you like wrote a dialogue that people could connect to. Like, you know, it's like one of the best Jasmine Sullivan lyrics or something. Like, I feel that. I feel that. Oh, jazz. Oh, yeah. Let's, mm. let's not get let's um, not get started. We'll be on a tangent. This whole <laughs> this I whole thing, especially because hotels just came out. Oh. We actually talk about that, but I, I mean, even down it. to the fact hotels, hotel, Holiday Inn, like. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I mean, like, <laughs> I just have to believe that that's part of what she was doing. I mean, like, sis is a genius. Mm. I'm just saying. 
She is. And I kind of want to be on her level of creativity where you just put out stuff that you really believe in. And that's whether whether it it takes off or not. It's like, I. Whether it takes off or not, whether it takes you two or five years to put out. It's like, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to, I'm going to write how I feel. If I ain't feeling nothing right now, I won't be writing. I'll go do something else. Or I'll go do the things that get me back to the space of creation. And exactly. Yeah. I, I really admire her process and her kind of commitment to her craft. Me too. And I love the fact, even I, yeah, well, I have to say, I even love the fact that she just wants to create music. Yeah. Like, I don't get the vibe that she ever wants to be a part of the industry per right. se, but she just wants to create. Yeah. I think, you know, the industry is a means to an end. It's very like, this is the, the, the vehicle by which I can get my, my ideas into the world. But it, I mean, you know, we could all be wrong and this is all about, you know, she dreams of being Beyonce one day. I don't know. But <laughs> that's not the she may. I, I mean, that's not the vibe I get, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and um, and similarly, you know, if we're gonna bring this full circle, I mean it's a, it's similar to the way I feel about you and your approach to to your work. And I mean this this whole show as a as a whole. Because I mean, like you said, my mindset. I eventually want to do a podcast or like, you know, get into that arena and this might be a good segue into kind of watch your commitment to it. Cause some people start stuff and it's like, uh, I'm not doing that no more. And like, you just really were committed to, and, and because I'm your friend, I've known you've had writer's block and, you know, some, some stumbling blocks of where you want to take characters or certain plot points. And it's like, you still kind of push through, to get to something that people still can connect with and relate to. I've like never read one of the scripts you sent over and felt like, um, this seems like you really reaching. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? That is a great compliment from you. And I greatly appreciate it. Thank no you. Problem. Although we did record that one. Okay. So season one, episode four, <laughs> we had to re-record it because after I, we recorded it and I had put it together, I was like, oh, this sounds garbage. <laughs> Well, not, it wasn't garbage. It just wasn't moving the story forward. So I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. This ain't going to work. But, but that takes a lot. I, right? That takes, that takes mm-hmm. a lot as a creator, like, to, to, to just own when something's not working with where you want something to go. Because it's like you still created it. And even if you've decided it's not good, it still takes a lot of courage to say, I'm not going to use it. Like, some people try to, I'm going to salvage it or I'm going to use it anyway. And it's like, Oh, I definitely was on that. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, no, I won't do it. But I do appreciate the compliments. And, you know, I honestly never think you won't tell me if something doesn't sound right in terms of, like, character development or a story moving forward or something like that. I'm that friend. (laughs) You are that friend, and I greatly appreciate it. Now, do you think I... Were there any surprises, I guess, for season two for you? Um... Like I think, I think on like I was bookended by surprises. The Uh Tristan and Kendrick sort of, you know, getting trying to make the the relationship work long distance, and then to have him still come back to the school was Mm -hmm. a little bit of a surprise, and then them actually breaking up because although I understood, and you and I have talked about this at length, although I understand Kendrick's upsetness about Tristan's behavior. Um, I think his his desire to break up over it is very, very an indication of his youth. Um, 
not to say that people should stay in relationships where they're being lied to, but um, I think there was some context to consider. <laughs> and so I was surprised that it, it, it resulted all the way into them being just completely broken up. Yeah. And you know, it's so funny, that whole breakup thing. I actually was like, oh man, people are going to hate Tristan's character. <laughs> <laughs> Because you made Kendrick like this really likable guy, like, you know, especially to be, you know, I think there's something to be said for it. Here's this young black guy who essentially is out and kind of unquestionably out. He doesn't, he he doesn't have the hangups of uh, not wanting people to find out or not, you know, not people wanting to be in his relationship. Um, And simultaneously, uh, very masculine presenting. And I think if I think back to my college days and I imagine that's still true for people who may be wrestling with their sexuality in college today, um, the two things don't go together, you know, ma- very masculine identified, but also very out and, and okay mm, with it. Point. And so I think Kendrick is a little bit of a, uh, I don't know. I don't like a, a interesting dichotomy in that regard. Um, and, and especially when you couple it with the time frame that this this story is taking place, like he's a little bit of a unicorn. <laughs> so yeah, so two thousand six, two thousand seven, when this is starts taking place, and so you're right, that is a bit of a unicorn. Yeah, I mean, we're um, only a few years removed from like Noah's Ark. Like it's still a thing to be black and gay, young and out, and you know, and at the same time, because if I think about the people that I knew that were black, gay, and out at the time, they were. Uh, much more feminine or feminine identified, um, which is not a problem, but right. Yeah, absolutely. Wrong. You know, I feel like I need to say that. Like there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But I think it came to to serve as our our stereotype for what that looked like. Um mm. and so mm. then you introduce a character like Kendrick and it's like, really? What? How did that happen? You know, and now granted, we have some insight to his backstory that you know he was in a situation where he kind of got out it. But it was through that experience that, um, you know, he kind of found his own truth and was like, I'm just going to live in that. And this is just the hill I'm going to die on. You good. I'm good. (laughs) You know, which is interesting you say that because I guess for me writing this and then how Ben's story kind of played out uh where, you know, he had been outed and then he wasn't able to mentally, I guess, be ready for that. Yeah. And took his life. And then when you put that in light of what happened with Kendrick's story and why he transferred uh-huh. to Hamilton, um, I thought that was kind of interesting because Kendrick handled it differently. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 now it's funny because I, I think when you asked me what I thought was the, what I was most surprised by by season two, I think you thought I was going to say that. <laughs> or I, imagine, or I imagine that that was a popular answer because that was a bit a bit shocking, you know, like... I mean, everything from, you know, black folks don't commit suicide to mental health not being like a real thing to all of this stuff is now like embodied in this character. Um, And yeah, this is just interesting. I mean, that is a little bit of a shock. Yeah. So I don't know. And it was just interesting also, you know, like Kendrick is, he doesn't like Ben, but he doesn't want Ben to have gone through that because he's familiar with, with how with that, that. Yeah, narrative. he knows how that that feels and how that works, and you know, just these two people that made very different choices as a result of you know similar situations. Yeah, so like in my head as I'm writing this, I'm thinking Kendrick and 
in his head <laughs> is thinking like, oh man, I feel bad, but fuck that yeah, <laughs> I thought, right. You identify with Kendrick. I think on some levels we all kind of identify with Kendrick. Yeah. Um, and even though Tristan, to be clear, I want to repeat this, you know, Tristan is not who I was exactly um, <laughs> back in college. Um, there are parts of Kendrick that I actually kind of relate to more so than I do Tristan back in college. I can see um, that. I can see that. Yes. Despite the fact I was, you know, <laughs> very much closeted back in college, but that's uh, another story for another podcast. Yeah, but um, that makes two of us, so we can sit here for a whole hour just just talking about that part. <laughs> exactly. So we kind of touched on it, but so you weren't actually surprised about the breakup between Kristen and Kendrick? No, no, no. I was. I was. That that was one of the things that I was most surprised about. Not only the the Tristan returning back to the original well, school yeah. but yeah but the breakup too that it that it resulted in a breakup like i i would have imagined you know a break but not a breakup i guess that's what i mean like the there were kind of like these cracks leading up to the yeah breakup. yeah yeah for sure for sure but it, for season as a whole it was oh we're, we're ending with they're not together anymore like shit <laughs> yeah shit happens um <laughs> But you like it, so in actuality, though, if you were at Kendrick, or let's say rather that the situation happened to you, would you have ended things, or would you have tried to work things out with Tristan? Keeping in mind that you know Tristan, other than the kiss, it's the fact that the way that Tristan kind of he, he kind of right he li- he lied about right he or yeah because this was a you know a lack of transparency. Um, yeah. You know, I'm of two minds because you'd, you'd be asking me what I've done, what what I have done at two different points in my life. So mm-hmm. if I were Kendrick's age and where I was, even if I think about if I were Kendrick's age, if I think about where I was at 2006, 2007 in my own life, in my own sense of how relationships should happen. Oh, yeah. Fuck that nigga. I absolutely would have done that. <laughs> absolutely would have done that. And I think, you know, I've I've gotten out of relationships for less. So <laughs> um if you if you ask almost 40-year-old Mikhail, um I I don't know if if I would have reached for a breakup as the solution. It wouldn't be off the table. Um and I think it would have a lot to do with like uh the other person's response and or Tristan's response to me and, you know, helping me understand what his, what was behind his behavior and, you know, what, what when you rest- say behavior wasn't the kiss, him kissing him back. Or- it, no, no, no. I, I'm specifically, cause I can, you know, despite, you know, the naysayers that will fill away for the, for this statement, it, we do shit. I mean, I, I can put that part aside. I mean, I think, I think the part that bothers me the most that was clear that bothered Ken- Trist- I mean, Tristan, uh, bothered Kendrick the most was um, you lied about being attracted to him when, you know, there was there was so many in routes. There was the, you know, old boy feel you, right? You know, he you know, he like you. Oh, no, no, that's not true. No, he don't like me. Oh, <laughs> bullshit. OK. <laughs> and then it was. uh you know, you seem to you you know really light up when you talk about him. Like it looked like you 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 feeling him. Like here was yet another ingress for you to to say, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling old boy. I mean, and we could have then dealt with that and what that meant 
for both of us. Cause you know, for me, it might've just touched on my insecurity, even though Kendra brought those up in very lighthearted ways, you know, I could extend it to some, some potential future of maybe he was being passive aggressive and trying to understand, you know, what's his dude feeling this other guy, or maybe he really was like, I can tell you like him. And I just want you to just be honest about it. That's fine. Like we're going to, and well, it seemed to be a reveal later. Then. Right. Well, right. Yeah. And that seemed to be revealed later. Yeah. When you're young. You don't want to necessarily make an omission that you're attracted to someone is almost like saying, well, I'm cheating. I'm cheating. Back right. Then. Right. Right. Hey, back then. Um, and I get that. And, it's, and, and so it's just all those things. I mean, like, again, at 40, you know, to tell me you're attracted to somebody else while I'm in a relationship with you seems like so completely innocuous. It's, it's like not even funny. I mean, is it like that should just be, I just seem to, I just have the feeling that that could, that should be a regular conversation among people that are in relationships together. You're allowed to not only have attractions to other people, but you should be able to be honest about it. I think, you know, it certainly starts to tread into some, you know, choppy water when you also have the desire to, to, to uh, do something about that attraction. <laughs> um, particularly um, if you're in the kind of relationship, yeah. if you're in the kind of relationship that makes that like out of bounds. So we're not even gonna go. We're not gonna go there. I I just wanted to be, you know, this is one of them ones. Somebody finds the interview later and then says, <laughs> "This is what you This saying. is the, this Basically is in conflict. Exactly. This is in conflict with some other things. Like, no, no, no. I just want to be, you know, internally. People are gonna say you endorse open relationships. He did not. I did not say that. I did not say. <laughs> right. I endorse. I said if you were in a relationship that made acting on an attraction out of bounds, then yes, I could see how revealing the attraction could be difficult. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But and again, I actually completely agree with you. Um, I also do not endorse, or not endorse, <laughs> endorse or not endorse open relationship. That that's your thing. That's your thing. But um. To be 19 or 18 years old or whatever, you're not thinking about open relationships. Absolutely. Hell, he's just trying to acknowledge the fact that he's gay. So, yeah. yeah. And Kendra, Tristan, for Tristan, this is his first relationship. So, you know, he's very novice as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which, um, which I think there, if I were to have wanted anything different for Kendrick, it would have been for him to have a little bit more understanding for what that feels like to be in your first relationship. Particularly if the relationship you were having was one you valued, like, yeah, I think they're you know when people are hurt, they're hurt. Well, you're hurt. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. I get that. But yeah, okay. So I guess um, the last question I have is that if there's a season three, do you have any hopes for Kendrick's character? You know, I want to. I personally want to see most of what we see about Kendrick is filtered through his engagement with Tristan. And yeah. and I get it, Tristan's the main character. I mean, that, and I get it from that standpoint. Um, but for instance, you know, we've known about Denise in a whole nother relationship and then a whole nother situationship. And, you know, we've known about, you know, Chance and, you know, his, his multiple situations. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, Kendrick, you know, we've known about him being with Tristan. We've known about him being with old boy from his previous school, but not much about like, we know he has some you know career aspirations, but not really kind of where those go or, you know, what, what else he may be attracted to out in the world or, you know, that would be interesting to see. I think that would be my hope to, for, and, and I know that that's more of an answer on a kind of like an infrastructure level as opposed to a, uh, 
what I hope to happen for him as a character. Like, oh, I want, you know, Kendrick to get back with his man. Cause <laughs> um, but I don't know. I think yeah. by I think by uh uh becoming privy to other facets of Kendrick's life, we we do get more that we do get more out of who he is. And if he does end up getting back with, with Tristan, we understand more why, because we've got this other kind of overlay or layer to who he is. Oh, if they get back together, that will be a question. Um, I mean, <laughs> it's a little bit of a cliffhanger because it's a little bit like, you know, don't, well, as my I mean, therapist says to me, don't hustle backwards. <laughs> oh, um, I will say though, <laughs> the last episode, their interaction very much probably would have been me if I were Tristan. Mm-hmm. Like, we ended things and you're in my face. Like, honestly, I'm not there yet. Which is hilarious <laughs> because Kendrick, Kendrick's reaction is very mine and, and who I've been for, you know, a good a good while. Like, yeah, it didn't work out under that context, but, you know, it doesn't mean that these other contexts are, are off limits. And so, Yo, I had a whole connection with you, and I see you out here in public. Hey, how you doing? I, you know, and just give me some time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, and I think I think you know Kendrick's maturity would show whether or not he can just because to try to force you know the desire to be cordial and friendly on somebody who isn't isn't there yet. That's just as unfair as acting like they never existed. <laughs> uh, fair point. Well, before we close, do you have any other questions, or do you have questions for me, or anything? No, I mean, I, I, thanks for, you know, giving me the chance to even do it. Cause <laughs> I mean, it's, it's reluctant as I may have been in the beginning. It's become one of these like defining things of my 2020. So. Oh, well, that is a compliment and I'll end things on that. Um, thank you very much <laughs> as always. Um, greatly appreciate you. And, you know, he has, Mikael has some amazing things coming out. <laughs> Well, I hope he has time to talk about him all the time. So I, by saying that he has amazing things coming out, maybe that'll light a fire. Just put, put the pressure on. Now people, so, yeah. where's this stuff? Where's this stuff at? Well, make sure you follow him. Hopefully, you want to tell the people your IG? Uh, I am. Oh, no, I don't care. I'm the same thing on like everything. It's 81 E I G H T Y W O N E. Twitter, Instagram. It's pretty much everything I'm on, but <laughs> I don't know how to do the Snapchat thing. I, I need context for my conversations. Let's not. So um, <laughs> make sure you follow him and like, comment, and all those good things. Um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. So <laughs> <laughs> see now, now you want to be funny. 